guys, we're back for a new episode of the Wellness Mythbusters. And today, we're going to talk about something that is massively underrated and something that you do every single day. Now, you've read the titles, so you know that we're going to talk about breathing. Um, I've got Richie Bostock with me, and to introduce him a little bit more, he's the breath guy on Instagram and online. Um, he's a coach, author, and speaker, and it's his mission to share the life-changing benefits of breath work with you guys. Now, I just finished a one-hour breathing session with Richie, and it was fantastic. And today, maybe make sure you're not driving while listening to this podcast or doing anything physical, because at the end of it, we're going to share um, two exercises with you that you can do on your own, and you can come back to this episode anytime you want to actually um, listen to them again and do them on your own. Or with friends, you know, up to you. Richie, welcome to the episode. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure it's to be able to get to speak to you. It's exciting. I've been following your work for a long time on social media and looking at all the things you've done here in London, and I couldn't wait to talk to you, and I couldn't wait to know what got you into breath work and what got you to become the breath guy. Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I wasn't teaching people how to breathe my entire life. Um, I used to work in a management consulting job, actually, so your typical kind of corporate role, and did that back in Australia, where I'm from, for about six years, and uh, it was around, you know, about the six-year mark where I really realized that wasn't for me anymore, that I wanted to do something completely different, and it kind of kicked off a journey into a bit of self-exploration after that. I, I left that, left Australia, lived in Asia for a little while, um, but it was during this time that my dad was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, an autoimmune disease. Um, and uh, my mom and I, you know, mom, my mom's, as we talked about, you know, she used to be a Pilates teacher, ballerina, personal trainer, always, you know, into really into health and fitness. And so I kind of grew up in that house. So we were always looking for what kind of things can uh, dad do, lifestyle changes, whatever, to try and manage this disease the best because there really, you know, there isn't a defined cure as is, there isn't for many uh, autoimmune diseases. So um, always on the lookout, I came across this guy uh, on a podcast, actually. Um, his name is Wim Hof. He's also known as the Iceman. Have you heard yes, of him before? Yes, absolutely. Wim? No, of course. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. So, so I came across Wim's work, and he has this thing called the Wim Hof Method. For those of you who don't know, um, he's called the Iceman because he holds 20-something world records all related to to cold exposure. Uh, so he you know, nearly summited Everest just wearing shorts and nothing else. Barefoot, um, right? Barefoot as well, yeah. yeah. He um, has like the fastest mar half marathon, I think, in the Arctic Circle. He spent an oh, hour, nearly like hour and 50 minutes or something, you know, in, in uh, ice water before his core, uh, core body temperature changed a single degree. So he's kind of a pretty crazy guy. That's and, uh, yeah, and, you know, he, a lot of the reasons why he can do the things that he does is because he has such a great control over his breathing. Um, so his method that he's created involves cold exposure, obviously, but also specific breathing techniques. And he talked about how it's great for everyone's health and well-being, uh, but specifically it's really good for people who have autoimmune diseases. So that hit me. I was like, oh, wow, there's something to this. Uh, I ended up going to Poland um, to do a one-week retreat learning the Wim Hof method uh, and just had the most transformative experience. You know, we did all the things that Wim does, the swimming in the ice water, 
We, um, we climbed the tallest mountain in Poland, I think it was minus 19 degrees, plus wind and snow, just wearing your shorts. Um, okay. So, yeah, it was, it was a, for me, a transformative experience, just showing the power of, of, uh, of what we're capable of as humans. Um, all medical textbooks will tell you, you know, if you're exposed for longer than 30 minutes uh, to sub-zero temperatures without the proper clothing, it's guaranteed hypothermia, right? You know, it took us you know, about four hours or so to climb that mountain, 19 de- minus 19 degrees. Uh, 25 of us, women, men, young, old, all made it up, no problem whatsoever. Wow. So we are capable of so much more. But so the ice and the cold stuff was really cool. But what really struck me was the the, uh, the breathing, um, the breathing uh, sessions that we did. It was the first time I'd ever done, you know, lying down and breathing for 30 minutes nonstop. Um and uh, experiencing the effects similar to kind of what you had of, of what's possible. And, and for everyone's different, but I just remember the first time I ever did one of those sessions, the kind of emotion that it drew out of me was this feeling of incredible power, this feeling of I can do anything, this feeling of nothing can stop me, I am yeah. unstoppable. And uh, I just, that moment on, I was thinking, if you can do that and have that feeling just by breathing, like, why doesn't everybody know about this? <laughs> So something, a seed was already planted there at that point, but I came back home and I showed my dad all the, the photos, I showed him, told, told him all the stories and and uh, he started doing breath work, he started doing the Wim Hof method every morning, cold showers, breath work, changed his diet in a big way as well, um, which is very important for all autoimmune diseases in particular. And uh, yeah, he, you know, that's, that's years ago he started and his MS is not progressed a single bit ever since wow so it's a very amazing. yeah amazing absolutely amazing it just goes to show uh what we're capable of in terms of self-healing and 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 yeah the the intelligence of the body to be able to do what it needs to do to be able to survive and to heal um so uh, you know when that was happening for dad and i was continuing to doing to do the breath work myself and just having these amazing experiences I started to wonder, I guess, like, what are, what are other people doing with breathing? Maybe maybe there's something here. And I started to do some research. And as it turns out, there was there's this whole underground community of people doing stuff with this thing called breath work um, all over the world. And I have a very curious mind. And also one of those um, personalities where if you become really interested in something, you just become obsessed. And it's like the only thing that matters. So I just... I traveled for about two and a half years, learning all these different techniques, uh, different, going to different schools, going to different breathwork masters, and, and just seeing what are people doing. Met physios, and met coaches, and met doctors, psychologists, therapists, and then, you know, yogis, um, and, and specifically just people who do breathwork, freedivers, like everyone. And it's just, it's just so interesting to see that apparently there are a lot of different ways to breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that we all take for granted very much in the West as something that just happens for us and we don't really need to think about it. You know, it's one of those unique things that happens completely unconsciously. However, what makes it different to everything else, apart from things like your heart beating, the way that, uh, you know, your muscle fibers recover after a workout, is that we can control this, actually, you know. As you're listening to me, you're breathing without thinking about it because you're listening to me. But now that I've brought your attention to it, you're starting to control how you breathe. You can't help it, right? It's the only function in the body that is like that, where it runs completely unconsciously 
but it's also 100% under our control. And this isn't an accident. This is a human design feature. And, you know, ancient traditions in the East have known this forever uh, and have developed a whole host of practices around it, whether it's all your yogic pranayama, kundalini practices, Sufi styles of breathing, Zen Buddhist types of styles of breathing, there's Hawaiian styles of breathing. Pretty much any, you know, shamanistic culture has, a, has some sort of breath work, the Aboriginals in Australia. Um, but now it's really starting to make its presence felt in the West. Um, Wim is wonderful in that he is one of the people who have uh, been able to bring some, some eyeballs to, to what breathing can do. Um, but as it turns out, there's a lot of other people as well who are doing really cool things. Um, and that's kind of where I am now. I've, I've just decided, you know what, this is far too important to be tucked away in a corner with just, or, or to be in this like underground group of people who know about it. Like mm -hmm. this needs to be known by everybody just because it's just breathing. Yeah. And it's so simple. It's so accessible. Everyone can do it as long as you have a nose and mouth and some lungs. Don't even need two lungs. You can do it with one. And, uh, and yeah, and it's, it's a, such a quick win in terms of shifting and improving people's uh, quality of life, whether it's physically, mentally, or emotionally. If, if you know, a better uh, state of being is simply a couple of breaths away, it's an easy win. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And since you said physically, emotionally, and mentally, um, could we talk a bit more about the benefits here of, yeah. let's say physically first. Well, to, to let's um, define what breath work is. So, you, you nail the three points on the head, you know, this, I always just say breath work is simply becoming aware of your breath and then using it to get either a mental, physical or emotional benefit. Simple. And um, so that is quite a broad definition. And what that means is that there are a whole spectrum of different techniques, you know, so on one, on the simplest end, you have, you know, simple two to three minute techniques that once you understand, you can use uh, day to day, you know, if you're starting to feel stressed or anxious, you can breathe in a certain way to relax yourself. If you're feeling nervous before you need to perform something, you can breathe in a certain way to instill a sense of calm and control. Um, if you're feeling really, really tired, instead of going for another cup of coffee, you can breathe in a certain way to create energy. Uh, if you struggle to sleep, you can breathe in a certain way to help you to fall asleep. So there's all these you know, little techniques that you can use. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, you have breathing techniques that can be used as a form of therapy. You know, we're talking using breathing as a tool to go deep, deep, deep into the unconscious mind to be able to do really, really good work and shift things like emotional blocks, trauma, um, limiting beliefs, any of these kinds of things. And the cool thing is that you don't even need to talk about it. You can just breathe and it just happens. Um, and, uh, you know, some people in that style of breathing will also have things like transcendental experiences where, or very spiritual and mystical experiences where, you know, maybe they come out of their body or they meet God or all these kind of uh, cool things that can happen. Um, and then there's stuff, you know, kind of in the middle, you know, there's, there's breathing for athletes, you know, can you use your breathing in a way um, to be able to speed up recovery after a workout or in between workouts? Um, breathe in a way to be able to increase your athletic output, whether it's whether it's power, whether it's endurance. Um, there, can you breathe in a way to decrease acidity in the body, flush out lactic lactic acid? You know, for all you know, the uh, any start stop you know styles of sport, whether Explosive it's yeah, 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 whether it's like 
rugby or NFL or any martial art where you get a break in between rounds or a break in between plays, you know, can you breathe in certain ways to recover the fastest mm -hmm. so that you're ready to go again? Um, so there's a lot of applications for, for athletes um, in, the, in that kind of physical way. Uh, but then even just for everybody else, you know, breathing purely from a biomechanical perspective affects everything from posture, uh, chronic pain, um, digestion, um, inflammation throughout the body, uh, a whole host of different things just purely from a physical perspective. Then you've got all your, your typical breathing or, uh, um, disorders like, you know, your asthma, uh, cystic fibrosis. I had a lady actually come in with cystic fibrosis just a, a few weeks ago now. And uh, she had gone 24 years in the medical industry being treated by respiratory specialists and pulmonary spe specialists, uh, having, uh, yeah, tried treating, being treated for this disease. Um, when she came in to see me, straight away I could see that just her breathing purely from a biomechanical behavioral perspective was completely all over the place. And I asked her, have you, or has anyone told you in the 24 years you've been in the, the, the hospital system that you're breathing completely incorrectly? And she said, no. And uh, so we changed some things in one session. She had some homework. She did homework for about five days, and then she had another test, and her lung function had increased by 20%. Wow. Yeah. So, so there are many, many, many things that you can do. This is the thing. And the way that we breathe is so closely linked to every single part of us, every single function, every single system. Um, and so if you start to really pay attention to the way that you breathe and get a little bit of education on what it can do, then it can't help but affect everything. Um, so it's a uniquely placed in that, I think. Yeah, because as you said, if it's something that we have and that's happening no matter what, mm. we kind of don't really pay attention to it and we take it for granted being like well what would i pay attention to it it's doing its job anyways but mm. we can do so much more with it right yeah. there's a whole potential yeah. that's unexplored so i would imagine that you work with a lot of different clients right with an area of people and i know that listeners like to know okay but how long it's going to take for me to find to ha get results so you talked about one particular example with assisted fibrosis but mm. how how long would people have to practice, you think, to feel benefits, to start feeling benefits? Yeah. Again, it really depends on, like, what we're doing. But let's take an example of what is super, super common um, and probably is most relevant to everybody that um, uh, might be listening, and that's stress and anxiety. You know, we live in a pretty chaotic world these days, always bombarded by stimulus all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, so it can't help but put our body into what's called a sympathetic response where we're in that fight or flight mode, more commonly known. Mm -hmm. So can you use breath techniques to be able to pull yourself out of that? Um, absolutely, you can. And there are various breathing meditations. And for example, like in the classes that I teach where, you know, it might be a 25 minute class where we do certain breathing. Um, but what we've been able to measure in that we have uh, through something called cardiovagal tone technology uh, vagal tone is a measure of basically how relaxed you are. It measures the stimulation of something called the vagus nerve, which is one of the longest nerves as part of what's called your parasympathetic nervous system. Um, and what we were able to measure in just a 25-minute class is that the uh, the increase in vagal tone, um, which, bas which basically says how relaxed you are, didn't just increase a little bit, 
didn't even just double, didn't even just triple, didn't even just quadruple, it went up by nearly 600%. And the, the scientist who was reading the results up, I was looking over his shoulder and trying to see, like, what is what do these squiggly lines mean? Like, when I asked him, I said, is this good? Like, what are the results? Like, what's what, what happened? And he just looks at me and he goes, this is outstanding. But just in that complete, dry, deadpan face. And I was like, are you taking the piss or are you being serious? <laughs> but apparently, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So when you do a breathing session, like ones like that we've done just now, um, or similar to the classes I teach, you know, you start to feel an effect within, you know, 30, 45 seconds. Physically, you start to feel things. Um, and then that benefit is there with you already straight after that session. Um, but, you know, if it doesn't have to be a lie down 25, 30 minute breathing uh, flow or breathing session. You can start to get benefit straight away just by learning a little bit about how to use it and what it does. Like, what does diff what do different techniques do? Um, but probably the biggest thing that people can start to focus on without actually having a session is just looking at how they breathe. You know, it's becoming aware and seeing, you know, am I breathing up into the chest all the time? You know, it, that is quite an anxious breath. If you breathe high up into your shoulders and your chest and you, you know, you see your 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 chest and your your chest flares out, your shoulders rise when you breathe, um, and maybe your stomach stays still or even sucks in sometimes as you inhale. Um, now this is actually going to cause stress, a stress response in the body. Yeah. You know, it's it's linked to that fight or flight mode. So just becoming aware of how you're breathing, um, and then just trying to see if you can shift things down a little bit lower. So breathing further down into your lower abdomen. As you inhale, that should rise and expand, so your belly rises to the front, your sides expand, you can even breathe into your back, create this little like 3D breath around your belly button. Um, as you inhale and the exhale, everything just kind of contracts again. If you are able to just learn to breathe like that, and that might just come from conscious practice, there are a lot of other things you can do as well, and probably quite a few other considerations you need to take in, but just with that little piece, piece of information, you will notice a remarkable shift in how calm you are throughout the day. Yeah, and yeah. probably a release of tension. I see so many people having lower back tension right, and all that stuff, and even around their abdomen and everything, and that's probably going to work on that as well. One of my uh, breath worker friends, he's also a physio, and uh, so we came up with this idea that um, a lot of chronic back pain is due to people breathing incorrectly. Mm -hmm. uh, lower back pain is specific, mm -hmm. uh, particular. So... Uh, we created a couple of exercises and he's been giving it to his clients um, and he's like yeah with within two weeks chronic back pain has gone just by them doing 10 minutes a day mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. surprised mm -hmm. I'm not surprised because standing up for a lot of us who are lucky to be able to stand up is take it for granted as well like yeah. like walking you know and we don't pay attention to what's going on in the body just like you said with the breath mm -hmm. and I feel like breathing is not only super important, but also fits in this culture. Don't get me wrong. I really uh, like the process of things and working towards goals. But we are in a culture right now of instant gratification, right? And then where things need to be fast and people want results quickly. Well, with breathing, you can, right? Mm -hmm. You can just start practicing and you don't need to practice it for hours before you can start feeling the benefits. As you said, 30, 45 seconds in, you're already feeling the benefits. Mm -hmm. That's quite wonderful. 
um, it's amazing how much there is still to discover with that. And, and it's so great that you're sharing this after taking in all this knowledge. Do you think we could share two exercises that the listeners could do? Maybe one to get them more dynamic and fired up for the day or mm -hmm. whenever they need a little pick-me-up yeah. uh, moment. And one maybe for relaxation. Yeah, of course. Easy. So let's, well, let's start with energy and then calm it down. And what I can do right now is we can put the two together to create what I call blissful energy. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to create energy in the body first and then calm the nervous system down so that you have the energy ready to go, but you're, you're relaxed. You're in, you know, what could almost be called like a flow state. Amazing. So I'll explain the two techniques and then we'll put them together and actually do it as part of maybe like a little four, five minute routine. Awesome. Yeah. So um, the first, the energizing routine is something that I call the energizer bunny. Um, and I call it the energizer bunny because uh, there's a lot of breathing and sniffing through the nose. And when people sniff through their nose forcibly, it looks like they're wiggling their nose like a little bunny rabbit, right? right? So it's called the energizer bunny. It's a variation of a Sufi uh, technique that I've changed slightly. So it's very simple. It's three inhales through the nose followed by a relaxed sigh out through the mouth. Mm -hmm. So uh, as you're breathing in through the nose, it's important to not breathe out in between the inhales. So what you're doing as you're breathing in through your nose is that you're progressively filling up your lungs more and more. So that by the time you reach your third breath, your lungs are pretty much completely full, and then you just get to sigh it out. So I'll just do a quick demonstration. It looks like this. So you'll see it's quite fast. Um, and as a general rule of thumb, the faster you breathe, the more stimulating it is for your nervous system. Um, so that's why it's quite quite quick. And so we'll do that for maybe just a minute, maybe 90 seconds, mm -hmm. and you'll start to feel all the sensations that go along with that as we build the energy up in the body. And then we're going to do something uh, called coherence breathing. So researchers did a study a little while ago where they tried to find the... Uh, best in the uh, the most effective uh, breathing rhythm, which was just equal length inhale exhale, um, to maximize something called HRV or heart rate variability. Now, heart rate variability, without going too much into it, can also be a good measure of the the elasticity of your nervous system and your ability to be able to relax. Mm -hmm. And you want more variability rather than less. So, in the interest of time. I won't go into much into why, but if you, you know, want to be interested, you should Google it. Um, so what they worked out was that um, the most uh, effective uh, breathing style to be able to increase heart rate variability uh, is somewhere between three and a half to six breaths per minute, which is very, very slow. Mm -hmm. um, so they kind of settled in the middle and uh, have called, uh, coined this term called coherent breathing, which is five breaths per minute, okay. um, which is simple. It's just a six-second inhale and a six-second exhale over and over again mm -hmm. um, through the nose, breathing again into the belly, into your lower um, abdomen, into your ribs, and into your back. So we'll combine the two together. So we'll do some of the Energizer Bunny for like 90 seconds maybe, and then maybe just do a few couple of minutes of the coherent breathing, um, and then you get to see how you feel. So... 
maybe we can do that now. I am um, so comfortable. Yeah, get comfortable, guys. Please don't be operating any heavy machine machinery. <laughs> uh, you can be. You can do this sitting, lying, or standing, but just in a place where you won't be disturbed. And if you're um, driving, you might want to, you know. If you're driving, definitely Stop. pull over. <laughs> Basically, yeah. don't do this exercise where you wouldn't be comfortable to fall asleep. And if you're on the tube, make sure you don't miss your stop. Okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you're on the tube, some people might look at you a bit funny. Um, so we'll kick it off with Energizer Bunny. So everyone remember, three inhales through the nose, progressively filling up your lungs until the last one, your lungs are pretty much completely full, and then just relax side out through the mouth. I'll set the um, speed, and you can do it with me, and then I will talk as you continue. So, everybody, exhale out through the nose of the mouth. Doesn't matter, just empty your lungs. And here we go. So, and now keep on going, guys. So three big inhales in through the nose, filling yourself up from the bottom to the top. So remember, breathing all the way down into that belly first, and then just sighing out through the mouth. In, 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 out. Okay? And by now, you might already be starting to feel some sensations. You might be starting to feel a little bit lightheaded or a little bit dizzy. If you're feeling that by now, it means that you're doing it right. So keep on going. Don't let it stop you. It's completely safe to breathe this way. Um, you can breathe this way for hours and you'd be totally, totally fine. So don't let the, the lightheadedness or the, any dizziness stop you. We're nearly there. Remember, three inhales in a row, one big sigh out through the mouth. Just relax on that exhale nice and easy. And on those inhales, you know, put some effort into it, you know. Put some vigor, you know, by the by the third inhale, your lungs want to be pretty much completely full. And then exhale out. Again, just noticing whatever sensations you're feeling. It's totally fine, it's totally okay, it's totally normal. Continue to take those three inhales in and relax out. And we're just going to do a few more, so keep on going, just for a little bit longer. Okay, and now just finish the one that you're on and relax. Great job. Now with eyes closed, with uh, just relaxing your body completely, we're going to start with our coherent breathing, which is six seconds in, six seconds out, all through the nose. And as you breathe in, remember you're making that belly rise. And as you breathe out, you're making that belly contract and fall. So let's begin. So exhale out completely. And here we go. So in through the nose, two, three, four, five, six. Out through the nose, two, three, four, five, six. In, two, three, four, five, six. Out, two, three, four, Five, six, in, two, three, four, five, six, out, two, three, four, five, six, in, two, three, four, five, six, out, two, 
three, four, five, six. And now continue to go. You have the rhythm now. You have the pace. Stay with it. And as you inhale, remember you want to make your belly go out, your sides and your back all inflate. Filling yourself up from the bottom to the top. And as you exhale, it slowly falls and collapses like a wave. All through the nose. And as you breathe, it's not a complicated breathing pattern. Maybe you can even do a body scan at the exact same time and just notice if there's any tension that you're holding. Are you holding your shoulders? Are you tensing your shoulders? Can you relax them? Can you relax your neck? Relax your face? Relax your cheek muscles? And just finishing the one that you're on. And when you're done, you can open your eyes. That is a five-minute little routine that you can take away with you. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Richie. Yes. And to sum it up before people can know where they can find you and your work, um, when would you say the best time to practice is? Is there a best time? Yeah, it, it completely depends. Again, this is the thing, that the, the breath, the way that you can use it is just so versatile that you, know, you, can, you can use uh, techniques in the morning, afternoon, and evening, and while you sleep. Um, but, you know, something like this is probably a really nice thing to do because we're creating energy first thing in the morning. Um, or any time throughout the day when you're at work and you feel like you need to pick me up, um, it works really, really well in that sense. You know, probably not something that I would do straight before bed. However, just that last part, the coherent breathing, which is designed to relax you, uh, you could definitely do that while you're in bed. In fact, I find that that breath is really useful for people who can't sleep. Mm. Um, so that's a good one, a good time to use that as well. Uh, so. Just, just play around with it. And then the breath is very individual to everyone as well. It affects people very differently. So experiment and see. And, you know, the breath is yours. It doesn't cost you anything to try different breathing techniques. So just play around and see what you find. And if you find something that works really well for you, um, then let me know. Because <laughs> I always want to find more techniques. So Please yeah. let us know, guys. If you have any questions, um, leave us a comment. If you like the episode, leave us a comment as well. You can find us on iTunes, as always. And finally, where can people find you? Absolutely. Um, TheBreathGuide.com uh, is the best place to grab me. Um, and uh, on Instagram, at TheBreathGuy is my, my home on social media. Um, uh, I do have a book. Uh, which I'm in the process of finalizing yes. at the moment, but How it does exciting. Yeah, no, uh, it doesn't come out till March 2020 though, so it's still a little ways away. But people can pre-order. But right? yeah, it's available for pre-order already awesome. on Amazon. So it's called Exhale: The Science and Art of Breathwork. Wonderful. And uh, it basically distills everything that I have learned up until this point into the breathwork book that I wish that I had when I first started just so that you guys don't Amazing. need to travel all over the world learning everything. 
Um, I've taken the best bits and pieces of what I understand and what I've learnt and chucked it into a super easy book to read. Um, but it's all backed by science too, which is the cool part. Um, you know, I, I naturally have a very analytical mind. I'm very open-minded as well, but also would love, want to understand how things work. And so I've done my best to bring in all the relevant science and research that shows why these things work. So that's also very useful for people like uh, health coaches, health practitioners, physios, chiros, people who want to understand more about um, the, you know, the real underpinnings of why and how breathing is helpful. Um, you know, I try and do my best to bring that in as well. So that's really exciting. Definitely. That's amazing. And I do have, um, yeah, a couple of cool events coming up at the time of recording anyway. There's a, on the April 13th, I have a, an event at the Ministry of Sound nightclub for in those London. Of you, yeah, for yeah. those of you guys who are based in London, that's yeah. exciting that yeah. nightclubs are now, you know, going yeah. into breathing. Who would have known? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you got to take it to them and pitch it in the right way. And then <laughs> they go, awesome. oh, maybe there's something that we could do together. And <laughs> that's a really cool event because we just, we work really hard to create this very immersive experience. So using the lighting, using uh, the incredible sound system that the Ministry of Sound has, it's world famous. Um, and, uh, and it's the very, very specific psychoacoustic production of the music um, with this amazing gentleman as well. Um, we, uh, yeah, we create a really crazy experience for people. And, awesome. uh, so yeah, if you're in London then, um, that would be great. Otherwise I'm always doing stuff all over the place. So just jump on my website and you'll see what's, what's coming up, uh, hopefully at a town or city near you. Fantastic. Thank you so much for today, for being with us and giving us your time and your knowledge. It was really fantastic. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Guys. Stay tuned until the next episode.